before we start this episode, I did want to put a disclaimer out and just let you all know that I do know that this episode does not have the best audio and that is because after recording for over an hour, I realized that my mic was on mute the entire time. If you are a loyal listener, then you know something like this happened just a couple episodes ago. And yes, I was very frustrated after it, but I knew that the enemy was trying to get at me. He does not want this series to get out. Someone is going to be healed through this series, including myself. So I'm pushing through. I corrected the audio as much as I could. But if it does sound funny, especially for my audio listeners, please give me grace. This is how my audio normally sounds like a regular podcast, but I had to use the audio off of my camera and it is not the best audio, but I fix it the best that I could not being an audio engineer. So y'all give me grace. And for the next episode, I'm double, triple checking that my mic is working and it will be better audio than what you all hear now. But I pray that you all enjoy this episode and keep me in your prayers as I get through the rest of this series. Enjoy. Hey, y'all. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be what? Glad in it. Comment down below if you finish that scripture with me. So my name is Shantavia, but you can call me Shay, and I'm your host of Obedience Podcast. Here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, obeying God, B, believing in God's word, E, evolving your kingdom walk, and Y, using the Holy Spirit. So if you think you'll be interested in our content, if you're watching over on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button down below. And if you're listening on any of our podcasting platforms, be sure to hit that follow button so you all are notified every single time we upload. But for all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back and let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 27 of Obedience Podcast. It's such an honor to have you here because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me, and that is such an honor. So before I dive deep into this episode, I do have to invite my co-host, Holy Spirit, in. So let's take a moment and bow our heads in prayer. Father God, I want to thank you for allowing me to get on this platform another week. I want to thank you for every listener who is tuned in right now. I thank you for the listeners who are on time. And I thank you for the listeners who are listening in the future, but it is right on time for them. I pray that the message that you have in this episode, the series that I'm about to do, I pray that it seeps deep into their mind and their heart, and it can change the way that they see their life and the outcomes of things forevermore. I thank you for this series, Lord, and I thank you for the growth that this series is going to do for me. I thank you for the healing of just the nugget that you put in my mind to where I know that when things don't go my way, it's not all over. That little nugget right there has started such a healing journey, and I pray that through this series, the healing journey can be complete and everyone else is able to get healed some kind of way in the process. I pray, Lord, that through this episode, the nerves that I have, they are taken away, and I pray that I am able to put forth your word as mighty and correctly as you have for me, Lord. I pray in this episode for more of you and way less of me, and I pray that we all hear with your ears, listen with your heart, and get the knowledge in of your mind. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, now that I welcome my co-host Ian, let's go ahead and jump into the high note portion of the episode. So this portion of the episode is used to big up God in any high area that you have in your life or request prayer for any low moments that you may have. So if you want to submit a higher low, you can always do so by submitting to our social media platforms in the Google form link down below or on any of our social media platforms. We're always checking out those areas. So do not hesitate to reach out and let us know. All right, so for my first high, I want to shout out God for giving me this amazing four-part series. It was something that I talked about a while back. If you're a loyal listener, 
then you heard me talk about what the topic is going to be. I told you guys that I was going to do a episode on it. The way my studying came about, that one episode quickly turned into four. And I was so very grateful because I felt like the way that the Lord gave it to me, it really broke the concept down. And I felt like it was going to be, well, it's going to be a great teaching for you all and also a great um, learning experience and an experience for me to go through with this. And so I pray that this is a mighty series and it does heal. I'm kind of getting, getting ahead into my notes, but I am very grateful for the series that God has given me. And it's definitely from God because like I told you guys, it was definitely supposed to be a one episode. And then my second high, I want to give a shout out to my cousin, King James Jr. He turned 30 this past month. So he is finally a part of the 30-year-old club. This Saturday, me and my family got together and had a gospel karaoke little thing for him. And that was such a good time. I decided not to vlog because there was a lot going on that day. Those are my only two highs I'm going to give you guys this week. So I'll go ahead and switch into my low. For my low, I think I would have to say is I need prayer in two areas right now that I would be so appreciative of if you guys could pray for me in those areas. So the first area would be increase from a financial standpoint. And then the second area would be, what's the word I want to use? I, don't, I can't think of a, a word. So I'm going to just explain it to you all. Like here recently, I have been very fatigued, like, just I just feel sore and so I just want to pray that I'm able to get my body back to where it's not sore I really do think it's the lack of vitamin d that I get at one point in my life I did have a vitamin d deficiency so it may be back prevalent in my life but whatever it is I just want you guys to be in prayer with me that it goes away it goes away completely and then that I can keep my motivation like it was really hard for me to get in front of this camera today and it had nothing to do with me not being prepared for the lesson like I said God gave me an amazing lesson but for some reason my body just did not want to cooperate with me and I don't know if it's because my body is just tired or it's the enemy knowing that this is going to be a powerful series because I had to really push myself, okay? This is not something that I was like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm very excited for the series, but as far as filming, I was really trying to talk my way out of it. But I pushed through. I said, no, it's necessary. And also, I'm, I'm at a great point or place filming-wise because I am ahead of the game. Like, I am recording this so many weeks earlier than when it is supposed to come out. And if you guys have been a loyal viewer, then you know I've been trying to get on top of my filming schedule for months, probably for a year now, trying to just get ahead. And I'm finally there. And I didn't want to mess that up. And it was honestly the driving force that got me here. But... I do think that I found a perfect balance of filming and today I just couldn't get myself to be on schedule. So what I have decided to do is I have decided to record the podcast on Sunday mornings, early Sunday morning, like in the quiet hour of Sunday morning. And then I already have my makeup on. I'm already dressed for church. And then after I finish recording, I just take my little behind on to church okay it has worked for me I have been waking up at six o'clock or mainly 6 30 and get up take my shower put my makeup on I'm done with my makeup by 7 30 at most most of the time 7 50 <laughs> and I am recording by eight o'clock and it takes me about an hour to film so by the time I finish filming I have at least an hour or 30 minutes to get ready for church and church starts at 10 30 we leave the house no later than 10 15 and it's been working it's been amazing actually and so productive but today when my alarm clock went off I said it I said it but when it went off it was just like I could not move my body everything hurt and so I hit snooze and my alarm kept getting to my nerves 
But I ended up waking up at eight o'clock, which is, I started filming at eight. So it was way too late to do both. And so I just decided, okay, I'm going to go ahead and get up. I'm going to go ahead and film because if I don't film now, I'm not going to be able to film throughout the week. And then I'm going to be late again. So I decided to go ahead and get myself together and film. And then I'm going to watch church online. So I'm still going to watch church. Everything is still going to happen like a normal Sunday. But it was the fact that I had to push through this to get here today. So I'm grateful to God for that push. And I don't know what it is, but I, whatever that is that's got me like exhausted. I'm getting enough sleep, y'all, so it's not that. But whatever it is that has me like that, help me continue to push past it, y'all. I have to do the same thing for editing. Like on Fridays, I normally edit my vlog that goes up on Saturdays. And I had everything ready to edit, and I just could not bring myself to edit on Friday and I ended up editing Saturday morning um and it wasn't like a rush edit because I woke up really early to edit I woke up at seven o'clock in the morning on a Saturday to edit a video that was supposed to go out at two and I finished the video within an hour so it wasn't a hard video to edit it was just kind of like pushing myself to go ahead and do it but don't fret y'all if you're out there saying oh baby girl you need a break um, next week is my scheduled break for the month of October. So I'm gonna let myself rest a little bit and see if that's what it was, but I was not going to let all of that mess up the consistency that I've been doing. So just pray for me in that area. I know that was a long explanation, but I really felt like I needed to go into detail so you guys can know exactly what to pray with me on. <laughs> so, um, me on. So thank you guys for being in agreement with me. And I also want to acknowledge, so today, if you're watching on the video portion of the episode, I wanted to wear pink. I wanted to acknowledge Breast Cancer Awareness Month. This episode is going to come out at the end of October. So I wanted to at least acknowledge it in one of my episodes. So I do have pink on in support and I want to give a shout out and I will be praying for everybody who is currently in the breast cancer fight journey, people who have overcome it, people who are, who are in remission. I'll definitely be keeping all of you guys in my prayers and I definitely stand in solidarity with you all. God is with you all, okay? And I am going to pray for the peace of him and that you're able to see him throughout this entire journey. All right, y'all. So with that being said, that's all of my high and low moments and I'm going to transition the episode to go ahead and go into the biblical portion because there is going to be a high and low that we're going to recap from a previous episode that's going to intro us into this series. Let's go. If you think back to season five, episode 21, that was a high and low from a viewer that I went on and on about. And that high and low was a confirmation of a episode that God told me to write. When I stated it in my year of 29 video, I wanted to do a full episode on it. But when I got this high and low submission from this viewer, I knew that it was confirmation from God that it was to be so, okay? And so just to recap it real quick for you all, I got a low from this is Michelle Love, and she talked about how God told her to leave her job. And a couple of months later, she ended up renewing her contract after she had told her place of employment that she was leaving. A couple months later, she was offered another contract and she signed it. And she just knew that she moved in disobedience. And when I read that, y'all, I immediately remember what God told me just a couple weeks before, which was failure is necessary. And I have not been able to get that out of my mind since God broke it down for me. And I told y'all in that episode, I said that I was going to do a full episode on it. And I told y'all, expect it next week. 
But it didn't come out next week because God said, no, 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 not yet, not yet. And I sat down to study it and it quickly turned into a four-part series. And I'm so excited to get into it, okay? So first, I want to thank you, Michelle Love, for being open, transparent, and honest to me and my viewers and letting us in on your low. I've definitely been in prayer with you ever since. And I pray that my obedient family has been in prayer with you as well. You are not alone in this. And I pray that through this series, you're able to heal even more than you've already healed. So I want to give you a very special thank you for being a huge part of this series, okay? But I want y'all to know that this is not a journey that Michelle is on by herself. I myself have failed. And I'm pretty sure you out there have failed as well. To be super transparent with you all, I have failed recently. And through the journey of getting back in my right place is where God was super kind with me and taking me through that failing process without me plummeting into deep depression or deep, 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 deep down in myself. Because that's normally what I do when I fail. I will be super hard on myself. I won't allow myself to get past that failure. But in this instance, recently, God did allow me a better healing journey through my failure. And it was through the things that I learned that I'm going to talk about in this series what God was able to take me through that healing journey so kindly, so lovely. And I thank him so much for that. So a year ago, God took someone out of my life. And within this year, that person entered themselves back into my life. And instead of me being persistent and saying, okay, no, I know that God took you out of my life for a reason, I let that person seat back in. And I'm not going to put it all on that person because it had a lot to do with me and me making up things that God said. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm not perfect, y'all, okay? I'm not perfect, no one is. So give me grace, give me mercy, okay? But God had been working on me through that whole process. And when he really was able to get to me and be like, girl, child, you, you know that this is not what I have for you. You know this. You know I would treat you better than this. And I was able to acknowledge, okay, Lord, I failed, but I did not plummet into, like, like I said, that really deep, deep downing myself like I normally would do. And I was able to separate myself from the person again, but go about continuing my life effectively without having that dark shadow of failure on me like I would normally do. And I'm so very grateful to God because I know if this was just last year, I would not have recovered from that failure the way that I've been able to recover from it now. Okay? I would not have been able to. But within God talking to me and telling me, this is not what I have for you. You know you're not supposed to be in this thing. He was able to explain to me, while failure is not always a good thing, it can sometimes be necessary. And even when it's not necessary and it's not a good thing, I can turn that thing around and teach you something out of that experience. Now, if you are out there and you're like, well, all failure isn't necessary, you are correct. And we're going to talk about that in this series. But there are points in life when our failures are divine. And there are times where God will use our failures to teach us something and prepare us for what's up next. So for me, what helps me prevent myself from doing something again is figuring out why I did the thing in the first place. For example, a while ago, I realized why the enemy stops me from my quiet routine. And you, you all probably can guess 
he is going to try and put up every single hurdle to stop you from your quiet time because he knows you're going to receive something from God or you're going to grow close to God through your quiet time. And that was the same for me. But also, if he could get in the way of my quiet time, then he could get in the way of this podcast. Because a lot of the episodes for Obedience Podcast comes in my quiet time, okay? And so, with me learning, okay, if I allow the enemy to infiltrate into my quiet time, it's not only going to mess up my life, but it's also going to mess up the podcast, I was able to be more stern in making sure I follow my quiet time routine. So I wanted to take that same train of thought or that same thought process with an explanation of why we fail to help us get to the point of realizing all the truths and not falling into failure. Now, I did an entire episode where I talked about why it's so important for us to know the tricks of the enemy, because once we know those tricks, we can already have our defenses up and be prepared because we clearly see that it's a trick. I will try my best to go find the episode and put it in the show notes. But I think it was a really great episode because in that episode, I used the story of Adam and Eve with the fall compared to when the enemy was trying to trick Jesus right after he finished a 40-day fast. So I paralleled both of those stories and showed you guys how in the fall, Adam and Eve, they failed so quickly to what the enemy was trying to get them to do, whereas Jesus, he knew the enemy's tricks and he fought against the enemy. So I do highly encourage you guys to go and watch that because I think that is important for all believers to know because the enemy is definitely going to mess with us. So in this series, I'm going to teach you all why we fail. So there's three different areas as to why we fail. And then in the fourth episode, I'm going to talk about how you can overcome your failure. So that's why it's going to be a four-part series. But the three reasons why we fail are all defined right in the definition of the word fail. So failed is defined as these three things. One, to lose strength. Two, to fall short. And three, to disappoint the expectations or trust of. So what I'm going to do through this series is I'm going to go through each one of these definitions and show you guys the reason that we fail through that particular part of the definition and give you biblical background on people in the Bible who actually failed that same way. I'm so excited to get into it, okay? God really did his thing with this series. So I'm so very excited and I know it's going to heal us. I'm not, I'm including myself in it too because I know I'm on this healing journey, but for me to be able to see this failure in the Bible and see the way those people reacted to it has been so helpful to me. So I know it's going to continue to help me and I pray that it helps you guys as well. So in this first episode, we are going to go through the first definition of fail, which is to lose strength. So if you're taking notes, the first reason we fail is because we lose strength. So let's get into it because I got some biblical background to give you guys and I'm going to get into why we lose strength. Let's jump into it. There are three biblical examples that I want to give you all as examples of people losing strength in the Bible. The first one that we see in the Bible, okay, the first one is Adam and Eve, of course. The fall is found in Genesis 3. So God made man, Adam, and then God made woman, Eve. And he told them that they had dominion over the garden and they were to work the garden, okay? He said, you have access to everything within this garden except this tree of wisdom. That was the only thing that they could not access. But what happened is the enemy came to them one day. In Genesis 3, it says in verse 1, now the serpent was the most cunning of all the wild animals that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, the serpent being the enemy, did God really say you can't eat from any tree in the garden? 
In verse two, Eve replied, we may eat the fruit from the trees in the garden, but about the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden, God said that you must not eat or touch it or you will die. And then the enemy convinces Eve, no, 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 this is not true. This is not true at all. And then through convincing Eve that it was okay for her to eat from the fruits of the tree in the middle of the garden, she convinced Adam, they both ate from it, and it unlocked so much that we are even dealing with in this day and age, it unlocked so much within that. Okay? Now, within this story, we see where Adam and Eve begin to lose strength. As you see in verse two, she was strong. She said, we may eat the fruit from the trees in the garden, but about the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden, God said, you must not eat it or touch it or you will die. She was strong in knowing what she could and she could not do. But then you have the enemy trying to convince her of something else. I'm sure the enemy just kept nagging her, nagging her, nagging her, nagging her. And then she eventually lost strength. In verse six, it says, the woman saw that the tree was good for food and delightful to look at and that it was desirable for obtaining wisdom. So she took some of this fruit and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. She completely lost strength to what she knew and what she believed in because in verse six, the tree was good for food and delightful to look at. I don't know about y'all, but I become weak to food too. I overeat a lot. And I'm not encouraging y'all to do it. But there are some things in life where I just, I can't, I don't have the strength to control myself. And that is what happened to Adam and Eve in this moment. They lost strength. But there's a second version of this as well. Of a person losing their strength in the Bible. In Judges chapter 16, if you have your Bibles, turn there with me. We're introduced to this man named Samson. Samson had very long hair, and his hair actually contained strength for him. The origin story of Samson is found in Judges chapter 13, verse 3. It says, the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, although you are unable to conceive and have no children, you will conceive and give birth to a son. Now, please be careful not to drink wine or beer or eat anything unclean, for indeed, you will conceive and give birth to a son. You must never cut his hair because the boy would be a Nazarite to God from birth and he will begin to save Israel from the power of the Philistines. The woman gave birth. Like the angel of the Lord said, she never cut her son's hair. He became very strong and mighty. Okay? He was known to all these people to be Samson the Great. They knew he was not to be played, but he had a lot of strength. But in chapter 16 of Judges, he meets this woman called Delilah. In verse 4 of chapter 16, it says, Sometime later, he fell in love with a woman named Delilah. The thing about Delilah is she was persuaded by the Philistine people to persuade Samson to tell her where his strength came from so they could overpower him. Now, remember in verse 13, the angel of the Lord told Samson's mom that he would be the source to fight the battles against the Philistine people. So this was a big deal to be able to infiltrate into Samson's life, the way that the Philistine. And so Delilah does her job, y'all. She does her job. In verse six, it says, Delilah said to Samson, please tell me where does your strength come from? How could someone tie you up and make you helpless? The first time Samson does, you know, feel a little bit and tells her in verse seven, it's like, if they tie me up with seven fresh bowstrings that have not been dried, I will become weak. And so Philistine people, they try to go do this. But of course, nothing happens to Samson because that's not where his strength came from. So Delilah goes back to Samson. You remember, they're married. And she's like, you have mocked me and told me lies. Won't you please tell me how you can be tied up? He lies to her again. He was keeping strong, y'all. 
In verse 11, he says, if they tie me up with new ropes that have never been used, I will become weak and be like any other man. And then Delilah actually participated in this and she ties Samson up and she yells, the Philistines are here. And when the men come into the room, he snaps out of the room because that's not where his strength came from. So then in verse 13, she's like, okay, you have mocked me all alone and told me lies. She says, tell me how can you be tied up? Delilah kept pushing and pushing and pushing, just like the enemy was pushing and pushing and pushing on Adam and Eve. So in verse 13, he lies again, y'all. He says, if you leave the seven braids on my head into the fabric on a loom, and then she did it. She fastened the braids with a pen and she said, oh my gosh, the Philistines are here. She was a great actress. Because how did he not notice every single time that she did this, that those people just like magically appeared? She was a great actress. But Samson woke from his sleep and pulled out the pen with the loom and the web. And so Delilah said, oh no, I got to press into this. She says in verse 15, how can you say I love you? When your heart is not with me, this is the third time that you have mocked me and not told me what makes your strength so great. And she nagged him day after day, scripture tells us in verse 16. And then finally, Samson loses his strength. He gives up. In verse 17, he says, my hair has never been cut because I am a Nazarite to God from birth. If I am shaved, my strength will leave me and I will become weak and be like any other man. And of course, Delilah's been setting him up all of this time before. So now she has the actual way to make him lose his strength. So she calls a man in when Samson is asleep and the man cuts off Samson's hair. And Samson does lose his strength. In verse 20, Delilah cried, the Philistines, they're here. When Samson awoke from his sleep, he said, I will escape as I did before and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. Samson gave up and he lost his strength. Two stories of people losing their strength in the Bible. But there's another example that I have, y'all, of a person losing their strength in the Bible. I want y'all to turn to 1 Kings chapter 19. Here, we're with a man named Elijah. And Elijah was a very strong prophet during this time. He was a prophet that was not to be messed with. And people knew this. And in the previous chapter, Elijah had just proven to so many people that the one true God was the God of Israel. He had just proven that he had mocked those people and made them look crazy. That's what Elijah had just did. He had did something so magnificent for the kingdom of God. But in chapter 19, after that monumental moment that he had proven to all of those people who the one true God was, he's threatened by a queen named Jezebel. So there is a servant, Ahab who goes and tells Jezebel everything that Elijah did, because it was monumental, you guys. And so Jezebel sends a messenger to Elijah, and the messenger says in verse 2, may the gods punish me and do so severely if I don't make your life like the life of one of them by this time tomorrow. And then in verse 3, it tells us that Elijah became afraid and immediately ran for his life. He had just done something so monumental and then his life is threatened and he runs away to the wilderness. And when he's in the wilderness, he sits down under a broom tree, verse four. He sat down under a broom tree and prayed that he might die. He said, I have had enough, Lord. Take my life for I'm no better than my ancestors. He prayed for God to take his life because he was no better than his ancestors. Mind you, he had just proven to so many people who the one true God was, but he saw this attack on him, this alleged attack, this, this threat. He saw this threat 
as being so overwhelming that he lost his strength and he couldn't take it anymore. He wanted his life taken away from him. He lost his strength. Now, those are three occurrences in the Bible that show us people who lost their strength and as a result, they failed. But the question I want to ask you guys now is, what do all three of these stories have in common? I'm going to pause a little bit to give y'all time to answer. If you're watching on the YouTube live premiere, put it in the chat. If you're listening over on the Spotify app, I'll put that in the Q&A section for you guys to answer. What do all of these three stories have in common? Now that I've given y'all time to go ahead and answer that, I'm going to tell y'all very clearly what they all have in common. They all forgot where their strength came from. Every single one of them forgot where their strength came from. If we go back to Adam and Eve, in those first few verses, Eve knew exactly where her strength came from. She said, oh, no, 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 This is what God said. But as the enemy kept nagging and nagging at her, she began to be discouraged. She began to believe the lies of the enemy and forget that that God was the God that he was, that God was the God who created her. God was the God who created all of this, all of these animals, all of these trees, all of these rivers. God is the God who created all of this. But she let the enemy infiltrate in her mind so much she got confused and she began to lose strength of who God really was. And was like, oh, well, you know, maybe God doesn't know what he's talking about. Maybe I can eat from this tree. It does look really good. With Samson, he knew that his strength came from his hair. Now, I want y'all to remember, the strength came from his hair, but who was inside the hair? It wasn't really the hair. It was who was inside of the hair. Who was God? If you go back to the last verse of Judges chapter 16, it says he did not realize that the Lord had left him. So when he cut his hair off, he cut the Lord out of his life. And when that happened, he lost all of his strength. And then the, the last example that I gave you, Elijah. Elijah had did all of these great things just the previous chapter before. He knew that the power that was working within him to show people all of these spectacular things, he knew that God was leading that. He knew that God was making all of that happen. But after that incredible thing, he gets a threat and he forgets who has been with him that entire time. All three of these examples show us people who have forgotten where their strength comes from. So I want you guys to remember and be encouraged to never forget where your strength comes from. So that way, when you approach a situation where you can either fail or succeed, you know, okay, I'm not going to choose the path to failure because I know where my strength comes from. So I'm not going to lose strength and give in and do the exact opposite of what God expects and wants me to do because I'm tired, because I can't do this anymore. I'm tired of being pushed down. I'm tired of being harassed. I'm tired of being overwhelmed with all of these thoughts. I'm tired of being broke. I'm tired of being lonely. I'm tired of doing the right thing. I'm tired of being the nice person. I'm tired of waking up every single morning. I'm tired of reading my Bible. I'm tired of doing Bible study. I'm tired of worshiping. If you get tired of doing the right thing that God expects you to do, you are going to fail. So if you know that it's a trick of the enemy to get you tired, to get you to lose strength, if you know that it's a trick of him, then you can fight against it a little bit stronger. You can say, no, 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 no. Let me get myself together and remember where my strength comes from and know that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So I want to direct you all to Psalm 73. Now, in your spare time, I want you to read the entirety of Psalm 73, but we don't have time in this episode to go through every single verse. But within the Psalm, it gives us some very powerful story that takes us through someone losing their strength and then finding their strength again, and then them 
not letting that failure overtake them. If you've been in that situation where you've lost strength already, it's a story of encouragement for you all, so definitely go and read it. But in the psalm, there is a perfect verse that I want you guys to hold on to and remember through this journey of never losing your strength again. It's found in Psalm 73, verse 26. It says, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart, my portion forever. I want you guys to write that down, put it in memory, in your mind, and reflect to that scripture every single time you feel like you're losing strength. Know that it's your flesh. It's your flesh talking. It's not the soul of you. It's not the heart of you. Because the soul of you and the heart of you, God has to strengthen that. So I want to go through Psalm 73, just give you some highlights. But I do want you guys to go and study it for yourself. So in verses 1 through 3 of the psalm, we see the author losing his strength. Verses 1 through 3 says, God is indeed good to Israel, to the pure in heart. But as for me, my feet almost slipped. My steps nearly went astray, for I envied the arrogant. I saw the prosperity of the wicked. The last part, it reminded me of Adam and Eve. I envied the arrogant. I saw the prosperity of the wicked. She said that tree looked good. It had fruit and the fruit looked good. <laughs> That's what Eve said. But then a few verses down, in verses 16 and 17, it tells us how you turn yourself around and you get back into the strength that is yours. So your feet won't slip. Verses 16 through 17 say, when I tried to understand all of this, it seemed hopeless until I entered God's sanctuary. Then I understood their destiny until I entered God's sanctuary. When you get up and seek God's face, I like to say when you get up and eat, eat of his word, then you will renew your strength time and time again. You may be going through something where your strength is very meek. It is so meek. It is so dwindled down. You don't even know how you can lift up your eyes to keep going. If you just get enough strength to open that word and just read one verse at least, you were like, okay, I can get through this a little bit more. You read another verse. Okay, I can get through this a little bit more. The next thing you know, you can get through your whole day. You can get through your whole week. You can get through your whole month. You can get through your whole year because you're seeking the face of God. What does Matthew 6 and 33 say? But seek ye first the kingdom of God and righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. You will get God's strength from seeking his face. You will get God's strength from seeking his word. And then lastly, the verse that I led with, verse 26. Do not let failure overtake you. Remember who your source is. Remember where your strength comes from. Verse 26. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. So if you happen to have failed, know that God has not left you. God is the strength of your heart. The scripture says, my portion forever. Forever is not a word that you take lightly. When God says forever, he means forever, forever, ever. Okay, he's not playing when he says that. So if you happen to be that person who failed, just know that God has not left you. He will not leave you. He will always be there to pick you up. But if you're that person who hasn't failed yet, but you feel yourself losing that strength, remember, he is your source. Get up and seek his face and he will prevent you from failing. Do not lose strength. This video is encouraging for you to keep pushing, to keep going. Take it one step at a time and God will be with you every step of the way. You just have to acknowledge when we're losing strength and know how to gain our strength back. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is knowing that if you lose strength, you will fail. I've given you three examples in the Bible of people literally losing their strength and failing. But once you know, okay, if I lose strength, then I will fail. Then now you know, I'm going to make sure I do not lose my strength. 
And I've given you the tools and the resources to not lose your strength. You need to be like, girl, it's the tools. Get up and eat. Seek his face on a daily basis. What are the resources you're asking? Every single episode of Obedience Podcast. Every single book available in Seek Bible Study. I do not want you to fail. And God does not want you to fail. That's why he sent me this series. That's why he has me talking to this mic right now. That's why he has you listening. So you will not fail. And if you've already failed, he has you here to get you through that failure. Because he's still here. As the scripture says in Psalm 73 verse 26. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. He's still there. So be encouraged. And you can still get up and eat and seek his face. And he's going to wipe away all of those transgressions, all of that failure. He's going to wipe it away. Wipe it clean. Clean slate. He's going to give you grace and he's going to give you mercy. And he's going to be with you all throughout the way. For those of you who have lost your strength and you give fail, I want to pray for you. And for those people who feel like you're losing strength, I want to pray for you as well, because you are not alone. God has not left you, and he has sent this podcast to assist you in not losing your strength and also recovering if you've lost your strength. I want to pray for you through this time, so let's take a moment, and we're going to do a quick little prayer for you guys. So, Father God, thank you, thank you, thank you for getting me through this episode. I pray that this episode has helped exactly who you intended for it to help. For those people out there, Lord, who have already failed, I pray that this episode is the resource that they need to know that you have not left them in the failure. You are there trying to help them clean up the failure and get through it, Lord. I pray that they see the peace through it. I see, I pray that they hear you through it. I pray that they can continue to get in your word, continue to listen to podcasts, continue to listen to sermons, to seek your face. And I pray that they know that you are always there. I pray that they forgive themselves, Lord, and know that you have forgiven them already. And I pray, Lord, that you guide them through this journey with your loving kindness as you have always done for me. And Lord, for those people out there who feel like they're losing strength, Lord, I pray that you fill them up with the strength that they need. They get a mighty strength that is not of this world, so unexplainable that they know that it's the strength of the Lord. And I pray, Lord, that as they go through this, they continue to lean on you and they continue to push one step at a time and get to exactly the place that you have for them. And they're able to use that journey as a testimony to help the next person and the next person and the next person. We thank you, Lord, that you have never left us. You have never forsaken us. And you are always trying to correct us with love and conviction. You're always trying to help us grow. And Lord, I pray that they continue to open themselves up to allow you to help them grow. And I open myself up, Lord, to allow you to continue to help me grow. We will not let the enemy win. We allow you to come on in continuously, continuously to be the God who saves us, to be the God who gives us strength, to be the God who encourages us over and over again. We are trusting in you, Lord, and we thank you forevermore. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, you guys. So with that being said, that is all that I have for you all today. I do pray that this episode has been very transformative in your walk with Christ. And I pray that it has truly healed you or helped you from failing. But before I get up out of here, I do have two questions I have to ask you guys. One, what was your key takeaway? And two, did you learn anything here? If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to comment in the comment section. And if you listen on the Spotify app, you can comment in the Q&A section of the app. I'd love to hear from you guys, especially when we're going through a healing journey. I want to hear your takeaways. I want to know your journey. You're not in this alone. I'm in this with you. Like I shared at the beginning of the episode, I feel just well. So you're not in this alone. So I definitely want to be a community to everyone. So definitely do not hesitate to comment down below and let me know. And speaking of commenting, 
I want to give a very special shout out to everybody who's watching right now on the YouTube premiere. I see you, we see each other. Thank you so much for being a part of the YouTube chat. I love the YouTube premiere and chatting with you all. So I truly, truly thank you. If you do want to be a part of the premiere family, I do premiere the video version of the podcast on YouTube on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. During the premiere, you're able to come in the chat, chat with me and chat with everybody who's watching at the same time. It's a fun experience and it's definitely a community growing experience. And then I cannot forget everybody who's listening over on those podcasts and platforms. I see the numbers growing. Uh, Spotify does let me see my analytics. So I do not want to forget about you all. If you are listening on Spotify or any podcasting platform, go to the podcast's Instagram page and comment a vote on the last post that you see so I can give you a very special shout out. And then, last but not least, I have to give a very, 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 very special shout out to everyone who is a part of my Patreon community. You guys are supporting the ministry over and above, and it means the world to me. I cannot thank you guys enough. If you do not know, I do have a Patreon where I have four different tiers. The link is in the description box. You can check those tiers out and decide which tier works best for you. But all of those proceeds do go to the ministry, helping keep the lights on. So check that link out down below. And then, regardless of wherever you are watching or listening, I want you all to share this episode with five of your friends. Sharing is going to help the podcast. Sharing is going to help that person. So definitely be a digital disciple and go ahead and share this with at least five of your friends. It does help the ministry grow in so many ways. And don't forget, if you have a high or low moment that you want to share on the podcast, you can submit to those three areas that I talked about earlier. If you look in the show notes, you will see the Google form link, or you can go to our email address, obedience.podcast.gmail.com, or any of our social media platforms. We're always checking those. And if you want to go over and above, if you have an amazing testimony that you want to share, I do have Testimony Tuesday where you're able to actually come on the show and share your testimony with all other viewers. So if you're interested in that, check out the show notes for the Testimony Tuesday Google Forms link. All right, y'all. With that being said, that's all that I have for you all. Remember, this is going to be a four-part series. So this is part one. So y'all definitely return next week to get into part two. And we're going to get into the second part of the fail definition, which is to fall short. So you do not want to miss that one. That one's going to be a journey of itself. I cannot wait to get into that. So definitely come back here, same time, same place next week. But in the meantime, in between time, as always, be obedient. And I will see y'all next week. Ciao.